And if it's a nice to have, I might still say yes to some of those sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm really focused at this point at this level in the game of like, let me put, you know, look, my time is not a renewable resource. It's all that I have. Let me put all my time and all my energy into the one or two or three things that are really going to forward the mission and the vision and be willing to say no to the other things. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Meet Jennifer Spivak, your new favorite CEO and ads manager who's sharing her industry secrets on how to use your own personal stories and values to grow a successful business. In this conversation, you're going to hear Jennifer's own personal stories and how they influence the all-female ad agency she currently runs. She has helped hundreds of businesses generate millions of dollars on Facebook and Instagram, with many seeing a one thousand percent return on their ad campaigns amazing amazing yes from a natural born entrepreneur running carnivals in her queen's neighborhood (laughs) a queen's uh to escaping an abusive relationship to creating a business that focuses on female empowerment and financial independence you just you don't want to miss this jam-packed episode yes so here so much fun Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then the Queen's relationship between, (laughs) you know, Alex and Jennifer is amazing. Uh, So here are a few more must-hear moments, which are using your personal story and values to grow a successful business, the multi-passionate trick for finding your focus, how to create your business mission and vision when you feel stuck, and (laughs) the daunting question, (laughs) should you be using ads? So let's get ready to dive on in. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast. We are chatting today with Jennifer Spivak. Jennifer, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. You're so pumped to get into our questions. We we have a lot to walk through here, but first we would love if you could walk us through your background. Um, like what made you take the leap into entrepreneurship? Like, yeah, I feel like there's so many stories to speak to here. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was really little, I just was like super attracted to the idea of entrepreneurship. I used to like throw carnivals in my backyard. And my parents were like, oh my God, so cute. And then I'd like make $500 in an afternoon. And they were oh like, who God. are you? This is, this is actually <laughs> frightening. So I don't actually, to be honest with you, know where I got it from. Nobody was an entrepreneur in my family, but it's kind of just like been inside of me is really sort of how it's always felt. And I always knew that entrepreneurship, it wasn't a, an if, it was just a when. Now, Fast forward to I'm in college. It's about, you know, 10 or 11 years ago at this point. I'm in my my early 20s and I find myself in a really physically abusive relationship. And getting out of that relationship was honestly all things considering compared to what is the experience for so many other women in that scenario, relatively easy for me. And what I learned in the months and years after that is that a big part of why it was easy for me was because I had access to money. And so I 
got really involved in domestic violence advocacy work as really part of like my healing process. And I learned that financial abuse is actually present in 99% of domestic violence relationships. And so often those finances are the thing that keep women in dangerous situations and have them, you know, leave and then need to come back because they don't have a place to live. They don't have a way to, you know, create financial autonomy for themselves. And literally I had $1,500 in a savings account. And that was like, potentially the difference between life and death. And so once I really became armed with that information, plus, you know, knowing I had a background in marketing from going to school for it, knowing I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, I kind of felt like I actually had no choice other than to build a business that was really about financially empowering women. And so while we do Facebook ads, um, our, our vision as an agency is actually about putting more money in the hands of more women through the power of Facebook ads, because women having access to money can sometimes be a matter of life and death, but at minimum, it means never needing to be beholden to anybody. And so that's always been the mission and vision behind why I created this company. Beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with us and, and being so transparent. Um, it's clear mm-hmm. that, you know, everything that you've been through your experience has put you in this place to make the impact that you have, you know, and, and the fact that you have tied, you know, this vision into, yeah. like you said, it's not just Facebook ads, right. It's right. not, it's, it's so much more, um, that you're doing. And I just, I love how you were making $500. Oh my goodness. Backyard, backyard, backyard carnivals. My parents were, were definitely afraid of me. They were like, who are you? I was like, I don't know. I'm really good at money. I don't know. It's just like That's this amazing. breadcrumb story that, that yeah. has led you to, to where you are. Yeah. Now, but. Yes, absolutely. I mean, look, I just feel really awesome. strongly that, um, you know, it's not a question of like, if everything happens for a reason, it's like, mm. are you going to choose to see it that way? Because that's more empowering than the alternative. Mm. And so getting out of that wow. relationship, like it was like a month of like, let me heal and take care of myself. And after that, mm-hmm. it was like, cool, there's a reason that this happened. I'm going to create a reason. And like doing something powerfully with this is just the natural mm-hmm. next step for me. Incredible. I, I mean, Al- Alex knows this. One of my favorite sayings is like, finding the mess and, or excuse me, finding the message in the mess. Um, and I feel like that's what you've done beautifully. And it's just, it's so powerful. And we're excited to get into, you know, using your story and your values to build a successful business. Like that's what we wanted to chat about on this podcast anyways. And, and so we just so appreciate you sharing your, your story. And, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, because I feel like it, it just drives home what you do even more. Like it's not just to make money, but there's such a bigger purpose behind it. So here at She Shines, we, because Alex and I, we we are multi-passionate to a T. We serve other multi-passionate women who have tons of passions, tons of roles, hats they wear throughout the day. What stories or values should we share that are, you know, most important to our business? Um, and also we'd love to know where do you start when you have so many other roles and passions? Like what, where do you even begin? You know, I, I didn't personally have the experience of having so many roles and passions, because again, like for me, the passion, the vision, I, I'm, 
I'm a little bit the opposite, if I can be honest, right? Like I am somebody that just gets like super tunnel vision on one thing. And, you know, that was able to carry me through from, you know, where I started to where I am. What I will say, kind of going back to what we were all just talking about, um, having a clear vision for why you're doing any particular thing. I mean, I think this is like cliche advice, but it's so true. It, it helps you be able to like get past that starting point. It helps you power through in the difficult times. And I think that also will help you focus. Not that focusing on one thing is like the answer. I know some people who are very multi-passionate. It's very obvious that that is the correct way for them. And I'm just like, not entirely like that, but having the clear vision, understanding why you are doing something. Um, and, you know, I think also like knowing where you're, where you're trying to take something mm-hmm. is, you know, sort of like the, the path for, for getting started. I mean, I even think about, um, you know, in the last year and a half, bringing on a business partner, which was such a new concept for me and not something that I had planned. Mm-hmm. And, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, negative talk around having a business partner and like what happens if you guys clash with the fact of the matter is we're so incredibly clear on why we're doing what we're doing, the vision of our business and exactly where we're going, that that becomes like the North star, no matter what else comes up. And it's mm-hmm. very easy to get past disagreements or things that we don't align on because we do align on those like very clear things. Mm, yes. I mean, as business partners, we can like 1000% relate to everything you said. And in fact, I mean, we've been business part, we started She Shines together, you know, so like amazing. we only know it as each other, but we were both independent, you know, business owners prior. And still to, are. And still yeah. are, right. Yeah. yeah, we each have our own businesses. So, but the one thing too that, that you said, Jennifer, I think what I really want to drive home for our communities, even though you are not multi-passionate you don't claim to be multi-passionate even though I bet we can find a few things girlfriend <laughs> like, yes you are um but even though right you said you're so singular in your focus I think that is still the message that we drive home to our community too right like it's okay to have all these these roles and passions but when you are deciding to grow a mm. business you do have to have your focus on one thing yeah. and that yes. that is kind of the like the beauty and like the really hard thing about being a multi-passionate mm-hmm. is like learning when to put your focus on that one thing. And how do I blend all these other things I'm doing into this main focus? Or do I need to just like say no right now? You know, so everything you said still 100% mm-hmm. hits home for, for a multi-passionate or not. Like you have to have yeah. a vision of yeah. why you're doing anything and, and knowing where you want your business to go, you know, having that, that grand vision, that big goal for yourself. Um, I think, like you said, it's just great advice, especially when, when you, especially, especially I'm going to say it again, (laughs) multi-passionate because you might have to work a little bit harder than Jennifer, especially if you have so many passions, roles, and hats, you really, really, really have to get clear on your vision. If you're trying to share your own stories and your own values. And I'm even thinking, I mean, as you're talking, while everything that I do is sort of under the umbrella of marketing and the marketing agency, you know, there's a million opportunities that come up in any given day. Should I speak at this mm-hmm. conference? Should I go do this thing? Should I write a book? Should I like mm-hmm. it all? I guess yeah. you're, you're so 
case in point, you're correct. You're <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's all under like the same business and the same umbrella, but there are right. opportunities that like come across my desk all of the time. And there's always, it's, ex- it's exciting to me to want to be a yes to everything. I like mm-hmm. doing everything that's mm-hmm. fun. Okay, I feel like here I am. Okay, anyway, I found my Yes, um, <laughs> we've reached it. We've reached the core, guys. <laughs> we've cracked the multi-passionate shell. Right? That was that was really fast where it was 16 minutes in. Um, but, um, you know, it's, and especially as my company has grown, right? I think when I was a little bit earlier on, I had not only the spaciousness to do a lot of different things and to mm-hmm. say yes to everything, but being visible in that way and saying yes to everything, I think had a benefit. But now that I run a company, I run a team, I'm responsible for so many things and so many people, protecting my time has become more and more important. So always having that checkpoint of, Mm. does this further like the number one goal, the number one vision, or is it just a nice to have? And if it's a nice to Mm. have, I might still say yes to some of those sometimes, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm really focused at this point, at this level in the game of like, let me put, you know, look, my time is not a renewable resource. It's all that I have. Let me put all my time and all my energy into the one or two or three things that are really going to forward the mission and the vision and be willing to say no to the other things. Oh, okay. Well, I already know what the audio is going to be at the beginning of this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's going to be that because we need to hear that multiple times. Mm -hmm. So you heard it at the beginning, you heard it now, rewind it 30 seconds and listen (laughs) to that again. Okay. Like that, because I feel like whether you're, you whether or not you think you're a multi-passionate <laughs> surprise, you are, surprise, <laughs> but you are um, like asking yourself, like, does it further the vision or is it a nice to have? Because like you said, your time is not a renewable resource, your energy, it can be a renewable resource if you have the time. So <laughs> like your time, energy, money, we always say like, those are your three biggest resources as an entrepreneur. And it's just a matter of how you delegate those, how you maneuver those around. Right. And so when you're hit up all the time for this podcast and that book and this speaking engagement, really being very particular. So we're so grateful that you came on and and chose us to share your time (laughs) with. Um, We're always super grateful for our guests and and we want to value your time and and you listening. We want to value yours as well. Um, But yeah, we just really appreciate you saying that. Does it further the vision or is it a nice to have? Mm-hmm. So, uh, shifting gears just a little bit, um, Alex, I'm going to throw this one to you to, to ask, um, this next one. Oh yeah. So you were, it seems very intentional in creating like a women only team around your business and really like everything, it seems tied into the vision that you have for your business. And it, it seems so incredible, right. To find yourself working in the dream environment that you've created for yourself. So what are some actions that we can take to surround ourselves with our own ideal community and clients that are in alignment with that own story and and the values that we were talking about before? I think a lot of it comes down to being really vocal with what those values are. So, I mean, again, it wasn't just that I was like, you know, doing this one thing publicly in terms of starting the agency and then like, you know, behind closed doors, like trying to find and bring in people who are aligned with the vision, like everything about the agency, everything about my online brand 
is tying back to this mission, this vision, and really more than anything, just like existing fully as myself on the internet. Like that's at the end of the day, what I'm always doing. And so that naturally repels people who are not my people, which is by design. And that naturally attracts in those who are. I mean, one of like the funniest things is actually on our application form. If you want to book a call with me, I do all of the sales calls for the agency still to this day, because it's one of my favorite things. The final question on the form, it's the tick box. And it says, um, we don't work with douchebags. Please tick here to confirm that you are not a douchebag. And so even That's that, and like talk about like a gatekeeper thing where <laughs> there are definitely people who are like triggered by that yeah. and <laughs> that they don't fill out my form and they recognize that they're not my person. But most people that do book calls with me, like they rave about that. They love it so much. And so it's just being really like upfront with who you are and what you stand for. And then like the right people are going to naturally come through. Right. I'm going to have to go check out your form now. Um, So we're going to link that in the show notes for y'all. So if this resonates with you, you can hop on a call with Jennifer, but really quick, Jennifer, we want to touch on, because we've talked about this so much is having that clear vision, having that clear mission. Do you have any tips for our listeners on how to, because we're we're huge on this. If y'all have listened to the podcast for like a hot minute, you know, we're so big on creating a strong mission vision as the foundation of your business. Do you have any tips on how you've created one or how you would recommend other women out there get started doing that? You know, the thing is, and again, I can really only speak for myself. It happened so organically. Mm-hmm. And I, I found before that, you know, before that situation occurred in my life, trying to come up with the mission, trying to come up with the vision felt sticky and it felt inauthentic because I didn't quite have it yet. And then mm-hmm. I think it occurred and all of a sudden it was clear as day. And so I think honestly, my best advice is actually to not force it. I think that um, that's going to feel challenging because in some way, shape or form, it isn't authentic. And likely if you are you know, a human being who has lived through you, human experiences, I mean, come on, there's like, there's gotta be something there. And so I think it's just, you know, better understanding like who you are as a person, almost like taking the the business piece out of it for a second mm-hmm. and like understanding and really digging deep into like the things that you care about and what you stand for. And then after looking for like, is there actually a connection to this in business? I remember, um, you know, I, I knew that this, this mission about financially empowering women was, was why I had started my agency, but in some of the earlier years, I wasn't able to explain the connection in like the succinct way that I did at the start of this, because Mm -hmm. it, it just, it just hadn't fully presented itself yet. If that makes sense. And so, you know, I, I, I knew that this is what I cared about. I knew that I had this marketing skill. I kind of just like went out and did stuff and then let certain things like fall into place without forcing it too much is is really what Mm -hmm. I think ultimately happened. If I look back at it. Yeah. I mean, that, that is your tip right there. You know, like it, you, you didn't force it, but I think the, the lesson in that is you needed more experience. Like you needed to do more before trying to like summarize what was happening, you know, and and a lot of times we will give our community, our, our clients that advice, you know, if, if you're feeling so stuck, 
you have to kind of sometimes remove yourself from everything. Absolutely. You know, and I think too, Anna Laura, we've had a lot of podcast guests say the same thing. Like they're trying mm-hmm. to come up with a mission statement or a product and, and it turns out they're like, whoops, I was com- completely in the wrong industry. Right. Or like I found myself <laughs> serving the wrong. Hi, it's me. Niche, right. Or like, <laughs> you know, and like you said, it just, it wasn't there yet and that's okay. Yeah but you don't know what you don't know. So guys, if you're yeah. feeling like, I, I like how you said it's feeling, if it's feeling sticky, sticky. Like, mm. it's, that's okay. Like maybe you just got to do a little bit more and yeah, you know, it'll come totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just happened. I mean, that's, yep. That was, that was the experience for, for me. It just, I mean, I remember even a couple of years ago, right? Like it, it would take me, it would be a very long story to explain <laughs> the connection. I was like, okay, yeah. do you guys have like 10 minutes? Because yeah. I can explain, but it's like not, <laughs> it's not succinct. And I would argue almost that even every time I talk about it, it becomes more and more succinct and almost mm-hmm. more and more clear to me. Mm-hmm. And then more and more clear than to like my audience. I love it. Do you have it like written down? Do you have like your various versions? Because Anna Laura and I have all of our mission statements like saved. And oh my god, that's amazing. like all of our old ones. Like because it, yeah. it's evolved. It's, like over you said, time. It, it evolves as you grow and you figure out more like what you're doing, what you're not doing. Like and we've changed, so it changes, right? But it's really yeah. funny to like go <laughs> back and it's like we're serving bloggers, content creators. Like it was just like everyone, everybody, under, everybody. Under the sun. <laughs> Um, and we didn't even have a mission statement for our first event. We like yeah. similar to you, we knew what we wanted to do. We had a vision, we had a goal, but like, we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't have a mission statement because we didn't really know what we were doing yet. <laughs> you yep. know? Needed yeah. the experience though. But I, I think a, a key part of it too is, is being aware. Like you, you mm-hmm. didn't just go into this willy nilly, like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of see like you in the back of your mind, I feel like you're all, your brain is always trying to solve that problem of yes. what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Not, not just in, yeah, intention. And, and so not just going through life or, or the clients that you're serving, whatever it is without, you know, having that, that awareness, I think is, is key in that intention of what is my purpose? Because like you said, like things just don't happen. I'm, I'm a firm believer of that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is a reason for it. So like your brain trying to solve that is trying Mm -hmm. to solve that problem. And, um, yeah, I I love this. So taking the biz out of it, the business part out of it, and just really focusing on what values you want to stand for, who you are, what makes you unique and Mm -hmm. (laughs) not to be too on the nose here, but what what makes you shine? Yeah. Um, Cause that's what we're all about here. <laughs> all right. So we, we'd also love, love to it. know what, uh, what advice you would give to multi, multi, excuse me, what advice you would give to multi-passionates who are brand new to using social media ads. Like I've tried a few on Instagram way back in the day. Um, but they maybe don't have a ton of extra expenses lying around for marketing. Yeah. Um, what will be your tips there on getting started and also maybe getting started on a budget? <laughs> yeah. So my number one piece of advice would be that you actually might not be ready. Um, I think that everybody wants, let's just, just talking about Facebook and Instagram ads, for example, because that's really my specialty, although we could probably extrapolate that to any sort of social ads. We want it to be this magic bullet, this magic fix. We're going to turn it on and everything's just going to work amazingly. But (laughs) the fact of the matter is, and this is like our, actually our guiding principle at the agency. 
and ad by itself doesn't actually do anything. And it's funny that we say that because we're an advertising agency, but I mean, think about it, right? Strip away everything. It's actual function is paying for eyeballs. If you don't have a system to support the back end of paying for those eyeballs and turning those eyeballs into actual revenue, you are not ready for ads. If you don't have a validated offer, if you don't have a validated funnel, you are not ready for ads. You are going to spend money. You are going to get more eyeballs. And those additional eyeballs will not translate into more revenue without having those really important foundational pieces in place. So actually getting ready for ads is nothing to do with ads. You ignore the ads Mm -hmm. for the beginning part of it, right? You get your systems ready, your structures ready, your foundations Mm -hmm. ready, your funnels, your sequences, all of that stuff. And then you look at, okay, now how do I use ads to get in front of more people and get the right people into these systems? Yes. I'm so glad you said that because (laughs) naturally my brain does not work in like, let's create a system. But over time, (laughs) that's where I go to first now, because I know like whenever I started my business, I was like, Oh, what are the brand colors? Oh, what's the logo when there's like not even the mission or the vision in alignment. And so it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing for your ads is laying that foundation to make it work because like a beautiful looking brand doesn't mean anything. An attention grabbing ad doesn't mean anything. There's not an offer. There's not a system. There's not Mm -hmm. a funnel. Like what are you going to do with your client once you get one? Probably important to figure out first. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I mean, I think that like, you know, again, I do all of the sales calls and it's almost like people want me to say, we've got a secret strategy that no one knows about and We've got a targeting head. No, that doesn't, that doesn't exist. Okay. Like here's, mm-hmm. here's the truth. Any good ads manager is working with more or less the same, the same set of skills where mm-hmm. the magic happens, where the conversions happen, where the amazing profitability happens isn't in, you know, some secret algorithm hack that nobody else knows about. <laughs> it's in actually this very unsexy methodical process of optimizing each part of your ads, each part of your funnel, that is actually what creates results. And so even if we have like the most amazing ads in the world, but the funnel you're sending people into isn't ultimately optimized for conversion, it's it's a waste of money. And so foundations first, sexy stuff second. <laughs> Fire festival comes to mind when you're talking about this. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. Excellent example. Fun fact, I have met Ja Rule twice. Stop. <laughs> you know you're from Queens when. <laughs> one time though was in Vegas and one time was on an airplane to St. Martin. So neither That's- time. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, Jennifer, you have just given us a, a wealth of, of information here to digest today. Like I know I, I'm so excited to go back um, and listen to this episode, you know, from, from sharing your story with us to, to how you got started and the amazing vision that you are currently leading the amazing impact that you're, you're leaving for everyone, amazing women, entrepreneurs. I mean, hello. And you found out you're multi-passionate today. We are so happy yes. to, to be <laughs> present for that right moment. Um, but before we let you go, do you have any last, last minute advice on building a successful business as a multi-passionate? <laughs> yes. So these are, this is my favorite piece of advice and I relearn it at a new level. I would say arguably all the time. There are no rules, plain and simple. 
we make up in our mind that there are that the rules are just what they are, right? Like this is just how it's done. This is the way you do this thing. These are the steps in which you need to go about building this thing. And at every level of achievement that I've reached, I've looked back and been able to see then that that was all a bunch of BS. And so it still takes retraining all of the time, but I'm constantly looking at my current environment, my current business, my current marketing plan, my current plan of action and going, where is this created from the lens of there are rules when in fact, I know that there actually aren't and I can do things in whatever way I choose to do and have mm. things be achieved in whatever timeline I desire them in. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Some yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Mic drop. Yes. yes. No, don't mic drop. Tell everyone where they can connect with you though, please. <laughs> yes. So um, we are over at the adgirls.com. If you want to check out our agency and all of the things that we are doing, if you are an entrepreneur, we have a uh, specific offer for any of your podcast listeners. Let me quickly check the URL before I mess it up because we have um, a really great um, free download that we put together and it's basically a free PDF. It's a hundred ad ideas that make competition irrelevant. And the URL for that is going to be the adgirls.com slash she shines. And then lastly, if you want to connect with me personally, I am Jen Spivak, Jen with two N's on both Facebook and Instagram. And Jennifer, really quick, is that she X shines or she shines? Just she, she shines. shines. No X. Okay, yeah. perfect. And all that is linked below in the show notes, as well as on our website, uh, on the blog post of this episode. So please head over to the slash she shines to check out this beautiful offer. 100 ad ideas that make competition irrelevant. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking your super valuable time mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and coming on and sharing with us. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. And until the next time, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.